Hi guys. Um, good morning. I was reading Job 1 yesterday. And as I was reading, um, the Holy Spirit told me, go to Job 1. And I heard it clear as day. And so I went there and I read it and I was like, oh, okay, wow, this is good, you know. But when I read it, I'm immediately thinking like, okay, God, what's going to happen? Am I going to go through you know, some adversity, what's going to happen? You know, I'm like, okay, you're speaking this. I mean, you're, you, le you led me to this. So what's, what's, what's up? And so I read it once and then I just kind of like, I went off to do something else. And then I heard him say, go back to Job 1. So I went back and I reread it and the Holy Spirit started to minister to me and give me revelation about something. And Usually when people read Job, they take from the context um, adversity and just uh, the severe testing that Job went through. And the whole purpose of those tests was to get Job to pretty much curse God, right? And so I was thinking, okay, God, you know, I'm about to go through some adversity. I'm about to go through some tests. Like, But the Holy Spirit revealed something so different to me in the context of the scripture. And... It's in Job um, 9, Job 1, 9, sorry. And we know that Job was, he feared the Lord and he was an upright man. He, he was a righteous man, right? And so this is Satan's response to God when he asked him, have you noticed my, my servant Job? And I'm going to break this down in a way that maybe we've never seen it or heard it, right? Uh, Job 1 and 9. Satan answered the Lord, but Job has a good reason to respect you. You have always protected him, his family, and everything he has. You have blessed him and made him successful in everything he does. He is so wealthy that his herds and flocks are all over the country. So, Satan was answering God because God presented Job to Satan by presenting the question to him, have you considered my servant Job because he was so faithful, he was so upright? And Satan responded to God by acknowledging God's safety and protection over those who belong to him. And I thought it was in the Holy Spirit highlighted this to me so clearly. He was like, how come Satan knows how protected you are and how safe you are, but you don't even know? He literally answered God by telling God about his, his faithfulness in protecting us and keeping us safe and sustaining us, right? Job was upright and he feared the Lord. However, everything that he had was being sustained and kept safe by God. The reason why Job stayed successful, stayed, you know what I'm saying, prosperous was because God has sustained every single thing that he had. He was kept, he kept him safe. And so when I read this scripture, it was highlighted to me the safety of the Lord and how he keeps us safe and how the enemy knows how safe we are but we don't even know how safe we are we don't even know how protected we are we haven't even gotten the revelation that the enemy himself knows he knows we're safe he knows that god sustains us he knows that god keeps us he knows that god sets a hedge of protection around about us 
he 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 answered God and said, how can I touch him? How can I how can I tamper with anything that he has? Because everything he has has been protected by you. God had to lift the hedge of protection from around Job in order for the devil, the devil to even come in and do all that he did. And we've heard that part, but I don't think we got the revelation of how protected we are. And it was just like something, it, it was highlighted to me. It was something that I needed to know. I needed to know God's safety, his protection. I'm going to read it again. He says, but Job has a good reason to respect you. You always protect him, his family and everything he has. You have blessed him and made him successful in everything he does. He is so wealthy that his herds and flocks are all over the country, meaning God has made him fruitful. God didn't just protect Job. He protected his family and everything that belonged to him. God blessed him and made him successful in everything he did. And then made him fruitful. And so, um, if you guys want to go read it yourself, it's Job 1, chapter 1, verse 9. And it's just a reminder of how safe we are, how, how God sus literally sustains us, how God literally sustains everything that we have. And the enemy knows that, but we don't. We don't even know that God is safe. Sometimes we need to get the revelation how, of how safe we are in his hands. We need to get the revelation of how protected we are in his hands, especially daughters, daughters, daughters. daughters of God we need to understand how protected we are especially if you're single we need to know how safe we are in his arms we need to know how safe we are in his hands because he is our protection he is the one who sustains us he is the one who takes care of us he is the one who makes us fruitful and sometimes if you're if you're a daughter and you're um you're learning your sonship Part of learning your sonship is protection, learning God as learning how to see God and receive God as your protector. Because we always look for a man to protect us. We always look for a man to come in and, you know, keep us safe. But when you are single in God, you have to get to know him as your protector, the one who keeps you safe, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally and spiritually. He is our safety. He is our refuge. And you want to know that. And so um, I encourage you guys to go read that scripture. And to ask God to reveal to you how safe you are with him. How safe am I with you, God? It, it just ask him. God, I ask that you show me how safe I am with you. Show me how protected I am. We need a revelation of that. Because some of us are walking in fear unnecessarily because we don't even recognize how protected we are, how safe we are. We don't recognize it. We don't recognize the hedge of protection that's around about us until it's lifted, like Job. He didn't even recognize how protected he was, how blessed he was until that hedge of protection that God had set around him was, was lifted.
that's when we that's when we start to ask God, God, what's going on? Oh God, you know what what's happening? That's when we start to get spiritual and say, Oh God, what's going on in the spirit realm? What who what's attacking me? What's 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 this? When every day of our lives, we need to understand what's going on in the spirit room concerning us. We need to be living in the spirit and walking in the spirit. Every day of your life, you should be concerned about what's going on in the spirit room concerning you. Get your eyes off these fleshly things and off what's in front of your face and fix them on what is going on in the spirit concerning you. Because that's where your real life is. That's where it really matters. And what's going on in the spirit room concerning you is it's going to affect you here. It's the root. The root is in the spirit. It's not in the natural. It's not flesh and blood. It's not what you can see in front of your face. The root is in the spirit. And we and for me, if you're like me, you like to deal with the root of a thing, then you got to seek wisdom from the Holy Spirit. You have to seek counsel from the Holy Spirit. You have to go to the Holy Spirit who is spirit. To show you what's going on in the spirit concerning you. And not only show you, but show you how to fight in the spirit. Show you how to pray and intercede. Show you how to cover yourself. Show you what scriptures to declare over yourself. Show you, you know, how to be strategic in warfare. And not even in warfare, just strategic in your perspective and where you fix your eyes. Our focus sometimes is just off. We're focused on the wrong things. And sometimes, and, and it's so I understand we have obligations here in the earth. We have things like work. We have a family. We have all of those children. You know, those things that require our attention sometimes. But we have to learn how not to be focused on earthly things for too long. You get what I'm saying? Like, we have to learn when it's time. Okay, I've, I've, I've focused on this enough. Now let me get back to spiritual. Okay, I've, I've given time to this. I've given too much time to this. Okay, let me get back to spiritual. Let me get back to the word of God. Let me get back to, you know, seeking his face. Let me get back to worship. Let me get back to being in his presence. Let me get back to praise. We need to be going throughout our day actively seeking him. We need to be active seekers. Sometimes we seek him one part of the day and that's it. And we just go about our day and that's okay. That's fine. I'm not saying find your identity and how, how long you seek him or how much you seek him, but he is a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. That means diligent. I'm being, I'm that's consistent, right? That's persistence. That's something that I do earnestly. That's something that I do, you know, Every day, it's not just something that I do sometimes when I feel up to it. And, and it don't let, I know God let allow certain, he allows things. He allows the enemy to do certain things because, he, you know, to grow our faith and to grow, uh, grow us up in maturity and our, um, to grow us up in the faith and being disciples. Yes, tests will come. We will be tested. We will be our we will be tried. Our faith will be tried. 
Because when your faith is tested, it, it and, and you pass the test, you get more faith. You produce, it's, it's more faith being produced. Your faith grows. So to be a Christian, to be a disciple, I'm not going to say Christian, to be a disciple of Jesus Christ and not it's to never want to be tested. It's not going to, that's not, you're not going to be discipled in that way. But what I want from this message for you guys to take away is the protection of God, the safety of God. Don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. Don't take him being your sustainance in life for granted. Don't look for the worldly way of protecting yourself. Look to him for protection. Honor him as your protector. Honor him as, your, as the one who keeps you safe. Let's not take his protection for granted. Let's not be ignorant and naive to the protection that God has provided for us because the enemy knows it. We don't know it. Amen.